Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Nation, you are tuned into another edition of Page One with LeVar and Mary on this Friday night, a special Friday night, um, this February 11th, 2022, Uh, special because if you've been following uh, on the Twitter page at NewsCometBTR, you do know, and I think we uh, hinted at this last week that today is my birthday. Now, normally I would have thought to do the air horn for my own birthday, but uh, I would never be one to toot my own horn. So um, Mary is on her way. She will be here shortly. But while we have each other, I guess I can kind of give you a little bit of a tip as to what's going to be going on tonight. So there's a lot of things because with birthday shows, whether it is mine or whether it is Mary's, we usually like to keep things upbeat course we'll have a couple of topics of the day uh, which we'll talk about and then also throughout the show because we've got a little bit planned so tonight uh, we will go through the topics that we have but we also got some uh, pretty good ones that we hope that you like as always here every Friday night and then we will have uh, retro moments of the week kind of spread throughout the show because there's a special one coming up at the halfway mark that I have for you. Uh, I won't give a tip to that then. Um, And then we'll take a look at what's trending. And then tonight, because it is my birthday, and because I usually am the one that plans the show, (laughs) I want to do a little bit of everything from what we normally do. So that means tonight, uh, of course, you will not only get the almanac, uh, which we always kind of go through, Uh, Then we will also have, of course, our retro moments of the week. You will also get a little bit of from the smoking gun files, Um, (laughs) things actually pulled from the smoking gun. And then we also got a couple of things for yay or nay. We also have an urban dictionary word of the day. And then we also have the top five. Uh, which I'm pretty sure why Mary is uh, just strolling in here because she was probably nervous about making this list or probably begrudgingly making this list. Uh, But our top five of our greatest love songs. And then Super Bowl predictions. This is going to be a full, full evening. (laughs) So hopefully you will enjoy it, and hopefully uh, we will get along to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. No, and it wasn't the list that was making me nervous. It was I had a really nice dinner tonight. So, yeah, I was I was I'm full and nappy. <laughs> full and nappy. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's that's 
that's that's always a good. Uh, did you want to share what you had? <laughs> um, well, I ended up having a seared ahi tuna salad that was the size of um, like I don't know a few dinner plates, and then we had calamari and rice and bell peppers and Brussels sprouts and corn dogs and triple chocolate. Wait, 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 wait. I'm trying to think corn of anything dogs? else. Yeah, corn dogs. You gotta have you gotta have something weird mixed in there. I, I was gonna say that that's kind of an odd combination <laughs> of all of it. It's like you got all the fancy food. That's like going to a steakhouse. And then you having like the fancy steak and then like some seared ahi tuna and then some fancy other dish and like and corn dog. And a corn dog, yes. <laughs> I love how you just put that in there like all nonchalant. Like, oh yeah, we had this, 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 this you know, we had a special like iceberg uh lettuce that was flown in from Antarctica that had a little bit of a baby oregano and tomato on top. And then then we had this like fancy fish that was like captured just today from the shores of you know off Seattle, and then we had a Chicago style hot dog. In it. <laughs> what? Maybe. So you just can't slide that in and keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried yeah. to. And I almost got away with it, if it weren't for you meddling kids. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Uh, well, uh, you know what? Since you said it, I might as well. And it would have been mine if it hadn't been for those meddling kids. Yeah. So <laughs> I come prepped. <laughs> I come prepped. <laughs> of course I'm going to have that clip. <laughs> So yes, but um, as I was telling the the group out here, of course today is Friday, February 11th, and um, this is a day. Did you tell them that today's uh, a very special day? I mentioned it in passing. I mean, I kind of slid it in like you slid in your yeah. corn dog. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'd be a meddling kid. Like today's a big day, dude. Like this day in history, there was a twin born. That it would eventually start a blog talk radio station. Who could that be? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, that would be me. And this has actually been, I would actually have to say, I think as you get a little older, um, you. I was just telling someone today, I won't say how I will just say I, I stop at 39. Um, but... Um, when you get a little older, it's the little things, I think, that mean the most on days like this. And all of the calls and all of the uh, text or, you know, I even had one early this morning where a friend of mine uh, had her two-year-old um, say happy birthday. And she was like, oh, camera, and she told him, say happy birthday, Lamar. And it was like the cutest thing. Um, it was really sweet. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's things like that that's, that's pretty awesome. And I think, 
you know, when you get to your birthday, even I tell people, even if you get to your birthday and you have a person or a few people or many people or somebody that at least acknowledges it, I mean, you are loved. So you can't say nobody even remembers it or, you know, even if you tell somebody, people go out of their way to be, you know, uh, to treat you, you know, we should treat all everybody like it's their birthday every day. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been an awesome day. I didn't do much. That was what I wanted to do. <laughs> so it's not like I had like a bunch of things planned. Uh, and yeah, no, and here we are. Um, working Friday night here with everybody. This is where I want it to be. This is, this is where I love being every week, uh, every Friday. So wish we could do it more, but, um, yeah, I was looking at how many people actually had a birthday on this day. I actually missed people on this list. Um, Thomas Edison was born on this date in 1847. Um, the director and producer Joseph L. Mankiewicz was born in 1909. Actor Leslie Nielsen was born in 1926. In 1934, actress Tina Louise of Gilligan's Island fame um, Burt Reynolds in 1936, uh, pianist and composer Sergio Mendez in 1941. Uh, and then, of course, I, I always say that today I also share a birthday uh, with uh, Cheryl Crow, uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, singer D'Angelo, uh, I think Kelly Rowland as well, and Brandy Norwood. So quite a few singers and actors and people of uh, talent. Now, as for the other infamous people on that list, uh, it also includes Jeb Bush, Sarah Palin, and Manuel Noriega, and I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some bad apples. You can't be perfect. I know. Uh, and also a few things that happened on this date. Uh, of course, in 1990, uh, February 11th, was when Nelson Mandela was released from prison. Um, after serving, I think, 27 years. Uh, and also, um, uh, this was the day, uh, I think this is the 10th anniversary, if I'm not mistaken, of the death of Whitney Houston um, happened on this day. Uh, and the number one song on this date in 1922, 100 years ago today, was April Showers by Al Joseph. Um, and, of course, one other sports note happened on this day. Uh, that a lot of people will not forget because I remember two things happened within the span of that day in 1990. Earlier in the morning, uh, we had all learned of the release of Nelson Mandela, and then later that night was when James Buster Douglas knocked out Mike Tyson. So I think he was a 42-1 to long shot to win that boxing match, and yeah. All of that happened on February 11th. So there you go. You have a fun birthday. I know. I know. I, I, you know what? I actually, it's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to complain. And there's a lot of interesting people who were born on that date. A lot, like I said, I left off a lot of celebrities on this list still. Some were kind of like known, unknown, uh, kind of known. Um, so, yeah. Um, and I've wished a few particular people uh, who had the same birthday as me over on Twitter today. So uh, I know the Brandy one that I did has gotten, like, a lot of likes and retweets and people who have uh, 
uh, favorited it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's pretty cool. Um, but no, besides that, as I was uh, telling everybody tonight, we're pretty much going to unload everything that we normally do within a show uh, because it's a special occasion. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to do yay or nay. We're going to do from the smoking gun files. We're going to do the urban dictionary word of the day. We've got a top five list tonight. We also have, we're going to do Super Bowl predictions here at the end of the show because that's this weekend. Valentine's day is this weekend. So of course the top five list, top five greatest love songs. And then, that's, that's a lot within itself, not counting the look at what's trending, the almanac, and then a retro moment of the week. I think that's pretty good for somebody that doesn't have to pay for, like, a subscription to the show, right? So so what you're saying is this is going to be a very long show. Um, no (laughs) we'll try and make it go fast I could throw out some things I had um, a couple of things no 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 (laughs) you never know so I might throw out a few stories as we go along but no Uh, and we're actually tonight going to sprinkle some retro moment uh, commercials in between things because the retro moment of the week tonight is a little long, a tad long, but it's for a purpose, uh, and for a purpose, okay. personal purpose. So that's why. So the first retro moment will come up here. Actually, oh, you know what? Before I do anything, uh, I want to say last week we did a retro moment of the week, and because we were going backwards, I did not get your – You know, normally you give your opinion on the retro moment of the week. And I think I might even play. Let's see if I can bring this back up, because I think I did keep the clip. Uh, And for those of you who had listened last week to our backwards show, uh, maybe we'll do that next year. (laughs) We'll see. It was interesting. Um, Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, So let's see if I could do this again without any issue here. Uh, This was last week's retro moment of the week, so I'm actually going to play this now and hopefully I can cue this up on the right stuff. Here we go. Jericho, the president of Starlight Music. But only her friends, the holograms, Kimber, Aja, and Shayna, know that Jericho's also Jared. The club is so shy. Her kids star earrings are the ultimate. The music is totally awesome. Tim comes with Jim and Jerrica outfits. Kimber, Aja, and Shayna sold separately with cassettes from Hasbro. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so there you go. That was last week's Retro Moment of the Week, and I went through it very quickly because uh, I know that someone in this uh, uh, on this show is a huge Jim fan. <laughs> Do you remember those commercials, and did you have a Jim doll from back in the day? And I'm not sure if she heard me now. 
I did have a gym doll. Sorry. Yes. Yes, I'm here. Can you not hear me? No, I didn't hear you. What happened? What happened? No, I did have a gem doll. I don't know if it was that gem doll or not, but it did have light up earrings, so I'm going to assume it was. But yes, I am a very, very, yeah. I was, I was a big gem, gem fan. Absolutely. Now, do you still have? I was also a big Shira fan, so what? Yes. Do you still have said gem doll? But I have a new gem doll because somebody <laughs> provided that to me, <laughs> along with the misfit. That was nice. Yes. <laughs> you can't have a you can't well, have a hero without the villainess. Yes, it's kind of like you can't have He-Man without Skeletor. I went to the like toy store and I saw that they have the retro He-Man figures. I was like, I could buy He-Man, but you can't have He-Man without Skeletor. You know, it's like, yeah, hero without the villain is just a hero by itself. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that was the retro moment from last week. But like I said, that wasn't the first one, but we're going to sprinkle a couple of retro commercials in throughout the evening, uh, leading up to um, the retro moment at the bottom of the hour or somewhere after the bottom of the hour. But, um, and the backstory behind that is actually a running joke that I have that a lot of you who are younger may not be familiar with, but I will tell you why. But um, I guess rolling things along here, taking a look at the almanac uh, for today. Of course, I said it's February 11th. See, I, I'm I'm like everybody else where I just want to call it February, but it's February. That is the correct pronunciation. Uh, but today is National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. Uh, it is also National Inventors Day. It is National Make-A-Friend Day. National Shut-In Visitation Day. It is National White Shirt Day. And actually, here's the weird thing. I actually am wearing a shirt that would be kind of like in white. Um, so I'm wearing that. And it is also National Peppermint Patty Day. Your peppermint patty fan? I am. I do like peppermint patty. Ah. Now, would those Girl Scout cookies, those uh, thin mints, kind of almost be like the version of a peppermint patty? Kinda. Uh, I think those are too. No, because peppermint patties are a little bit softer than the Girl Scout cookies. I mean, I know that, but like along the, like the same type of taste though. Or no, I might be, I might be wrong. Maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah, yeah. No. I've never had a thin mint. I never had a thin mint, so I wouldn't know. What? I, that's why. I, no. What are you crazy? You've never had a thin mint. I've never had a thin mint. There are so many things you've never done. Like we need to do just a show of the I've never done things. I've never seen this movie. Here's the thing, because the next thing I'm about to tell you is going to be even more shocking, I know, but uh, McDonald's shared their Shamrock Shake uh, release date. I've never had a Shamrock Shake because the whole thing of mint and, like, a lot of mint just doesn't thrill me. I don't know if it's just, it's just like, eh. Um, 
And because uh, that came out this week, that the Shamrock Shake will return to stores nationwide uh, for the 2022 season beginning on February 21st, along with the Oreo Shamrock McFlurry for a limited time at participating locations. Uh, But it wasn't the only secret that they revealed on Thursday. According to the fast food chain, the secret ingredient in the Shamrock Shake is hashtag CBF2AC, which is the hex code that gives the treat its minty green color. They said, in our 50-plus years of serving up this tasty treat, we've never given away the secret ingredient that makes Shamrock Shake green so iconic until now. So, yeah. So it's uh, the chemical t- that makes it green. Pretty much. I mean, are we really shocked? <laughs> I mean, no, but still. Um, but also, the company teased another tasty secret coming to fans also starting on February 21st. They encourage customers to use the newly released hex code to unlock another mystery, quote, if you know where to look. So I don't know what that means. So you'll have to find out when that time comes. <laughs> so, so no, that was uh, what they kind of came out with. Uh, but that is today. Tomorrow, it is National Plum Pudding Day. Uh, it is also Global Movie Day. And then coming up on Sunday, which, of course, is Super Bowl Sunday, it is also Galentine's Day. Uh, National Cheddar Day, National Tortellini Day, and it is Ooh. National Pork Day. Oh yes. Uh, and then and then Monday, for those of you that celebrate it, it is Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, is, also, yeah. Also National Organ Donor Day. National Ferris Wheel Day, National Cream Filled Chocolates Day, National Clean Out Your Computer Day, and National Football Hangover Day. <laughs> Clean Out Your Computer Day? Yes. Uh, the second Monday in February uh, is known as National Clean Out Your Computer Day. Uh, actually, I can look that up for you, and I'll get you the reason here. It is observed on the second Monday of February. It promotes taking time out of your day to do some basic housekeeping on your computer. All computers need regular organizing and cleanup. This includes the removal of old files and clutter. Uh, we tend to save emails, documents, and photos in our hard drives when other media can store them for us. And often we keep duplicates we don't need. Old programs also create havoc, too. Make sure you're using the latest versions of programs and operating systems. Over time, files and programs that are unused in your PC clog the memory and cause confusion during retrieval and use of other data. Uh, that may also slow down your computer. So pretty much to observe that, they say that you can take a look at your files and programs, and if you work in an office, encourage your peers to do the same and organize your files and folders, review your emails, delete any that are no longer needed, removing duplicate files, yada, yada, yada. So... Hmm. I that thought it meant like that's... take a, you know, one of those air dusters and open. Nope. That's, that's what you should be doing every other day, if not every day. <laughs> 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 Tuesday is National Gumdrop Day. It is also Singles Awareness Day uh, and then National Wisconsin Day. 
all on Tuesday. Why is Tuesday National Wisconsin Day? Because couples have their day on Monday, so on that next day, it's Singles Awareness Day. For those that weren't able to... Why is it Wisconsin Day, though? Wisconsin Day? Uh, Yeah. This feels like it's... (laughs) It is... uh, I kind of feel like I'm now Mr. Peabody. (laughs) You totally are Mr. Peabody. Like, you are my Mr. Peabody. Well, well, Sherman, on February 15th, the National Wisconsin Day recognizes the Badger State. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. I'll stop asking silly questions. No, 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 no. No, I actually loved it. I'm glad you did because somebody else out there is like, why is it National Wisconsin Day? But Wisconsin became the 30th state actually on May 29th, 1848, but February 15th just happens to be National uh, Wisconsin Day. That They did not say why. Um, it pretty much was uh, just put on that day, which is which. Unfortunately, you had a great question. Unfortunately, I didn't have a good answer. <laughs> 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 I had a crappy answer for that one because it does not say. Uh, you know what? You're right. Most national state days usually are on the day that they were either incorporated or you know something else significant. This one has nothing to do with February 15th. <laughs> so exactly. So we have to write somebody in Wisconsin and ask them why it's February 15th when they really weren't incorporated until like May. So, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got some explaining to do. <laughs> um, February 16th is National Almond Day. It is also National Do a Grouch a Favor Day. <laughs> and, uh, Which is why it's also my parents' anniversary. I'm still going to get beat up. <laughs> like, great job, you know. Great job. Uh, I'm sure they'll be happy on that segue. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be ecstatic to hear that. <laughs> and uh, February 17th, next Thursday, it is National Cabbage Day. It is also National Random Acts of Kindness Day. So if you see somebody being really nice uh, <laughs> towards you on February 17th, that's why. Uh, by the way, next Friday, and I don't usually give you what that day is until we meet, but I am also going to tell you ahead of time. Because it is National Drink Wine Day on February 18th. <laughs> Woohoo! So you know what I'm doing. I I have a feeling, but I think we should do it during the show. Okay. Start with a bottle. Start with a bottle. See where we end up. <laughs> <laughs> I know where I'll end up. Two more and on the floor. <laughs> Because Mary fears that this show may be long to make, well, you know what? Uh, Before topic one, I'm actually going to do a retro moment of the week. Um, And then pretty much at that point, uh, we'll be back with topic one. This is not the retro moment of the week because I know we're at the halfway mark. But (laughs) 
<laughs> this is just a special addendum of the retro moment of the week before the real retro moment of the week. So uh, we will do that, and then we'll be back in 30 seconds. Can anything stop the animal? The animal. It's a big, powerful 4x4. Four four. But when the going gets tough, it bears its claws to climb over anything that gets in its way. The animal. The animal. The animal, clawing its way to the top. The animal, each sold separately, batteries not included. New from Galoob. <laughs> uh, welcome back to page one, everybody, with LeVar and Mary on this uh, February 11th. But uh, that's the first of our many retro moments tonight. But uh, New I had from Galoob? Yes. Remember Galoob? <laughs> No, no, I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't even know if Galoob is a company anymore. But uh, I don't think it is. I, huh? I don't think it is. I had one of those. Did you? And it was it was pretty awesome. And I will tell you though, I that was, uh, if kids are listening to this show, you might want to get them out of the room uh, because I'm going to tell a very bad story. Um, <laughs> all right, now that they're out. So here's the deal. Um, when the animal came out, I was kind of on that verge of like, well, I think by then it really wasn't like I believed in Santa much, but it was kind of like you still kind of was like skeptical. And so one Christmas, uh, while my mom was busy cooking, I was snooping around uh, my parents' closet. And in the closet was an uh, animal for my brother and I. Um, and also happy birthday to my twin brother. Um, but it was an animal for both of us. And I was like, oh, that was on a Christmas one. And I was so excited, but I couldn't say anything. Because if I said something, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten in trouble for snooping around. And I was like, <laughs> I got the toy. I got the animal. And I was like, but wait. I can't say anything. And wait, why is it here already? <laughs> and then that's what killed it for me in regards to sound. <laughs> so you snooped around and ruined it for yourself. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, snooped around and ruined it for myself. So that was when I found out. But, um, yeah. Um, so I'm going to ask you tonight, because I did have a topic one. Uh, hmm. So topic one, uh, should we go straight into a serious story or a fun story? I am going to leave all of the decisions up to you, because it's your birthday. Oh. You want to do oh, fun? We'll be fun. You want to be bad. serious? Right. We'll just, so, you know, I use that. You know, I use that every. I'm going to use that every week. There's going to be something that I'm going to be like. Since it's your birthday, since it's the week after your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> since it's about two months after your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It works thing. until I, it doesn't work. Yeah, it works until it doesn't work anymore. Um, tell you what. We will leave this story until next week. Um, 
But to give you kind of a heads up, if nothing breaks by next week, I actually did want to talk about the controversy around um, actress Aquafina um, and how she left Twitter after reflecting on a years-long controversy over her alleged, quote, black scent. Um, so we'll leave that for next week. <laughs> Because this is more about fun tonight. We want to have a little bit of fun. And I know everybody comes here looking for a serious story or they look for us to talk. But I will say tonight, it's yeah, we want to have fun. So hopefully we'll have some with you. Um, But that will lead me then into this story before we go to the retro moment of the week. But I gave Mary a little bit of a heads up uh, this past week. There was... Uh, a new list of the grossest words, English language. Freeply <laughs> um, looked at different polls on gross-sounding words and came up with the master list of the grossest words in the English language. Now, just before I go into the top ten, the ones that were ranked high but did not make the list were discharged, Loogie, secrete, diarrhea, snot, and congeal. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> um, so, the tenth most gross-sounding word, curd, at number nine. Okay was putrid. Number eight was ooze. Number seven is mucus. Uh, Number six was festive. Number five, this is a word that I don't think is even in my vocabulary. I don't know of too many people that use it anymore, but splooge (laughs) was moist and I know there are particular people who don't like that word (laughs) a lot of women don't like that word Um, they don't like moist (laughs) and I'm going to drop the joke that I was almost going to say at number three uh, seepage Seepage. Uh, yes, seepage. Um, number two, phlegm. And at number one. A lot one, of these, I don't, I mean, they're not that, they're, mm. I mean, some people, okay. Some people. I know people that don't like those words, but. I won't say number one and I'll leave it alone. <laughs> no, what is it? No, no the number one uh, gross sounding word was pus. Some people don't like the word pus. So there you go. Well, I don't like pus itself. <laughs> I don't think nobody likes pus. Some people might like an extended form of word, but they don't like pus. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No. Uh, no, nobody likes that. So, yeah, that's uh, why it, those are the grossest sounding words. So, um. Man, we 
we are now at the halfway mark. So here's the thing. I have jokingly said all throughout today and every year around this time um, that I pretty much when I had birthdays that I stopped at 39. And when people ask today about why I stopped at 39 or why I say it's great to be 39 again is because coming up this Monday uh, would have been the birthday of one Jack Benny. And if you do not know who Jack Benny is, Jack Benny – probably for the most of the first half in the quarter of the second half of the 20th century was probably one of uh, the most well-regarded comedians. Um, And he, his character was that of a stingy person who uh, held on tight to a dime and always claimed to be 39. And it was hilarious because he, we all knew he was not. And even on the day of his death, the newspapers, uh, I think it was the New York Times that had put, Zach Benny dies at 39, question mark. <laughs> and Benny, for a person who that was what people thought, or they thought he was cheap, when in real life, quite honestly, he was the opposite. And he was known for being a very generous person and giving of his time. Uh, and pretty much, but he still stuck to 39. So whatever happened if he had to claim 40? Well, that did happen uh, in 1954, but it only lasted for two minutes on his show. That is tonight's retro moment of the week, uh, which is why I always will claim to 39 because Jack Benny did it first, and now I will carry on the torch. But From 1954, uh, uh, actually a show on his birthday, which was February the 14th of 1954, and at that time, he would have been 60 that year. So that's another thing to keep in mind uh, when they joke about – they will joke about the old age pension, which I believe at that time started on your 60th birthday. So from 1954, here is Jack Benny along with his longtime uh, fateful valet Rochester from that show. Mr. Benny's residence stars, stage, radio, television, and silent pictures. <laughs> Rochester, it's me. Oh, 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 hello, boy. What took you so long to answer the phone? Well, today's your birthday, and I was out in the kitchen finishing your cake. Oh, you baked a cake for me? Yeah, and you ought to see it, boy. Across the top in whipped cream, I wrote, Happy Birthday. Oh, that's nice, Rochester. Oh, by the way, how many peas and happy? <laughs> Two. Uh-oh. Oh, so you'll have to add one. I gotta take one off. I got three. <laughs> well, look, you can do that later. Now, Rochester, here's why I called you. I don't know what to do. I thought today was my 40th birthday, but I just got a wire from my sister, and she says I'm 39. Well, don't argue with her, boss. Grab it. <laughs> Rochester, I gotta be honest with myself. Now, I want you to look at my birth certificate and tell me the date on it. Your birth certificate? Yes, you know where it is? Right here on the desk. What's my birth certificate doing on the desk? You got it out the other day when you applied for your old age pension. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I just did that for a gag. Well, they must be laughing your first check came today. (laughs) 
Rochester, stop making things up. Now, look at my birth certificate. I'm looking at it. Now, in the space where it says date of birth, what's there? A hole. <laughs> A hole in the paper? Yeah, we erased it once too often. <laughs> Oh, well, then there's nothing I can do, and I'll have to take my sister's word for it. I guess so, boss. Your sister must be right. Yep, I guess I'm 39. Well, goodbye, Rochester. Goodbye. Oh, say, boss. <laughs> what? Are we, devil? You and me? No, me and your sister. <laughs> You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. back to page one here on blog talk radio and that is why i will always claim to be 39 (laughs) (laughs) we'll get real that (laughs) i'm stopping right there but uh no well taking a look at what is trending tonight it's friday night so i think you already know some of the things that's going to be trending smackdown's trending AEW rampage is trending rupaul's drag race is trending um and Spaces Got Talent is trending tonight uh, in a special late-night Valentine's Day special talent show on Spaces. Um, And then uh, I am so behind. Here's the thing. Um, I did not know how big K-pop is. Um, I mean, I'm familiar. Yes, I'm familiar with BTS. I don't know any of the other groups. Don't write me. I don't know. But I was at the uh, music store today, um, and they had a special section just for K-pop music. Um, but uh, Wanwoo, a member of the K-pop group Seventeen, Wanwoo has tested positive for COVID-19. That is never fun. Um, so best wishes. Uh Ukraine is trending tonight as all eyes are watching uh, what is happening there, as multiple countries now have advised their citizens to leave the Ukraine as the threat of a Russian invasion looms. Um, That is what's going on with that one. Um, And then uh, also trending tonight, um, Carl is trending as uh, Quackity George Not Found Sap Nap and a number of other content creators are featured in Carl Jacobs' Tales from the S&P Presents the May Stream. Uh, that is going on, and he is trending tonight. Um, Kobe White is trending. Aren't you proud of me for getting through that without really jacking that up? <laughs> you did a really good job. I am very, I am very, <laughs> other than the, when you went Sap Nap. That was that was a little hard for me, but uh, you did you did well. You did well. Bravo. 
Hey, the way I first saw it, the way I was going to pronounce it <laughs> was not going to be pretty, which is why I had to stop and slowly pronunciate. Because <laughs> I could have said sack nap, and I have <laughs> gone over well. Um, Kobe White is trending as Chicago Bulls point guard Kobe White shot 8 of 12 from the field and 6 of 10 from deep for 22 points off the bench in Chicago's win against Minnesota tonight. Um, and um, then um, on top of that, you know what? One of the funniest things that I saw earlier uh, – <laughs> Who would have thought, because I'm actually trying to look this back up, because earlier today, uh, one of the uh, things or people who was trending was Richard Marks. I'm like, what? Really? (laughs) Why why is Richard Marks trending? Uh, But uh, there was uh, a couple of things that were trending with Richard Marks, and I'm trying to pull this up now. but I guess he uh, uh, <laughs> got into it with Lenny Dykstra, former MLB player Lenny Dykstra. And <laughs> uh, they have been going back and forth. And I'm trying to figure out the whole thing uh, overall. But I'll give you one of the tweets from Lenny Dykstra. And I'll give you the comeback from Richard Marks. But Lenny Dykstra had said, anytime Richard Marks would like to discuss this in person as a feet and lame in real life as he his music is again fellow musicians even think he him is a pathetic groveler back then to the top 40 format there's a reason no one sings he his music at karaoke and richard marks i guess he had said which of your arrests are most embarrassingly lame grand theft auto identity theft filing false financial statements possession of cocaine bankruptcy fraud or indecent exposure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they were kind of going at it back and forth. But who would have thought that you would have had Richard Marks versus Lenny Dykstra in 2022 on your uh, <laughs> on your bingo card? <laughs> um, and also, he told him, he said, the only women who've called out your name in 30 years were Bayless. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Richard Marks with the that's some sizzle. <laughs> Yeah, so that was quite interesting for a while today, and that was why Richard Marks was trending. So, yeah, that was, uh, man, who knew? <laughs> you think of somebody who, you know, nothing against Richard Marks, loves Richard Marks. Um, I don't want to catch his ire, but, um, yeah, who knew? He was, he was, yeah, man, I, hey, not messing with Richard Marks. That's all I got to say. Uh, but we got three things tonight. Uh, for your pleasure. Um, we have, from the Smoking Gun Files, we have yay or nay. <laughs> um, and then we also have the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. Now, I am guessing that you probably want to leave the Urban Dictionary Word of the Day for last. It's your birthday. Oh, that, that's entirely <laughs> up to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to go with That's the first entirely year. entirely up to you. 
Well, I'm going to go with the yay or nay one then, or nay story. comes from a week or two ago during the NFC Championship game. Uh, this was from out in Inglewood, California, where a diabetic California man is furious at security officials at the Rams Stadium for refusing to allow him to bring medically required snacks into the stadium and then ejecting him from the premises when he complained. It happened before the NFC title game, before the Rams and the 49ers at SoFi. He said it ruined everything for him. Even when the Rams won, I wasn't excited. Uh, he said that he's a lifelong Rams fan and is a current season ticket holder. And all throughout the season, security officials had allowed him to bring snacks into the game, such as oranges, crackers, and soft drinks, but not during the NFC championship game. He says, I already had scanned my ticket, and I was waiting for my son to come back, and they had him right there. You're not going to take that stuff in. Uh, he said, I asked for a supervisor a lot of times, and they ignored him. Uh, Alcala said he is a type 2 diabetic, and he needs the snacks to maintain his blood sugar level. He said if his levels dropped too quickly, buying food at the stadium concession stands wouldn't be a viable option. He says it takes a long time to go through that line, so bring, you bring your own stuff. It's legal to bring it in because it's for medical reasons. He said that when it became clear that they wouldn't allow him to bring in his snacks, he became so frustrated he offered to leave them just so that he can get into the stadium. But he says at that point they informed him he wouldn't be allowed into the game and a confrontation ensued. He says, I didn't put my hands on the officer, but I tried to just push through the guy to get to where I got to go, like I wanted to go to get to my seat. The game was starting. He said a security official then placed him in handcuffs. He says they were hurting his arm bad and that it could have popped, popped out. Uh, when his son rushed over to try and pull him away from the guard, he said the guard shoved his son down onto the ground. He said, to see your son like that on the ground, not cool. Eventually, they left the area without being admitted to the stadium. He said employees at the ticketing office later apologized and allowed him to re-enter this time he got to his seat. It was almost half time. A representative offered to go get a, 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 he says a practice and get like signatures, but what is that? Is that going to make me feel better after taking my son to the floor? He says, I don't want to sue anybody. I just don't want to see what happens that happened to anybody again. According to its website, outside food is prohibited at SoFi Stadium, but exceptions, quote, will be made for those with medical requirements and or special needs. Uh, in a response to KABC, uh, SoFi uh, provided a statement which read, we take all guest complaints seriously and have launched a full investigation. Yay or nay? Um, well, I mean, it's not really a yay or nay here. But I guess at this point um, – Wow, this is very, this is very tough because we talked about this actually recently with the Chicago Auto Show, uh, where their mm-hmm. rule is uh, there is no outside food allowed, and you have to purchase the things there. But uh, if they let it happen before, this is definitely a net in regards to uh, the Rams. Because <laughs> that is concerning. Uh, and I already know what your answer is going to be. I'm going to let you have a clue. <laughs> you sound like I'm going to take a long time for this. I don't. I, yeah. I, I don't know why you would think. Uh, why you would think I would take a long time to talk about the fact that somebody that is diabetic and being diabetic myself knowing that you need to have something available. Now, the difference being that he was, I have, okay, 
in my purse, I have uh, sugar tablets. And then I mm-hmm. also have um, insulin. So that depending on what happens with my sugar intake, um, I can take care of it. Most men, and I'm only, you know, I'm making a very broad generalization, but most men don't have purses that they can carry in a a sugar tablet or insulin or what have you, what they need. If he's been doing this all season, they should have known, especially as a season ticket holder, they should have known Mm -hmm. that he has that, that he's been doing that one all season, that he does it for a medical reason. And the medical reason is something that they can easily identify and easily fix. If they don't want to bring in outside food, that's fine. I'm not saying that you don't have to bring in outside food, but then you have to be able to provide, like, a fast pass so that he can get to the to the front of the line or he has, like, people coming down to his feet to double check for food or whatever the case may be. Being a diabetic, it's all about making sure that your levels are even keel. It's, it's about making sure that, and, and I know you know this, it's about making mm-hmm. sure that you have the kind of meals that you need to have and that you fulfill those other meals that you need to, that when those meals are not enough. Um, I was going to say, with events like this, do you think that perhaps they should um, say, hey, you know what, if you're coming to the game, I don't know, there's got to be a way to loosen this up. And I, and I would guess, too, if he's a season ticket holder, well, especially for him. Even, even though, even though that, no, I'm not even saying that they have to loosen it up. They could say no outside food. But then they have to be able to provide a quick way of getting him. Because if he goes into mm-hmm. a diabetic shock, if he goes into a diabetic seizure, if he goes into a diabetic coma, if something happens where he ends up falling and hitting his head, because he, he passes out because his sugar is either too high or too low, that could go on to the stadium. Now, granted, I'm sure they've got it written into their ticket somewhere that they're not liable for personal injury, but they would be liable for medical injury, and that's a medical injury. I'm sorry. That's only the person that's diabetic understands and knows. And I'm not saying that and people that aren't diabetic don't understand it. I'm just saying that they understand I know when my sugar is running low. I can feel the difference when my sugar is too high. I have to live with it on a daily basis. And because I have to deal with it, I know what's best for me. And I also know what's not going to work for me. Like orange juice, as much as that works for most people, it doesn't do the best. That's not as good for me as it is for other people. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just a weird. Even if they don't loosen it up, they have to find a way to be able to provide him what he requires. Yeah, and, and if that, that means that he gets like an immediate jump in line, or um, somebody brings him, you know, comes down and checks on him every forty-five minutes or a half hour, and like, do you need any food? Do you need whatever? And it's an immediate thing, not like a yeah, we'll get to you, and four hours later, I get my food. If they can come up with that, then keep it that he can't bring in outside food. And that was but he's bought outside food all season, so he should be able to now as a season ticket holder. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say. Should they have, like, you know, especially for those who may have that need, a special fast pass or a special line? 
for those that may need that in emergency because seconds do count. So yeah. or should they have special stands set up throughout the stadium that could supply those things that can help? I don't know about that, but there, in cases where, like I said, for a season to tell there especially, not people that are coming to one or two games, you know, you should really take care of yourself and be done. Um, but this is a guy that spent how much for his seat to be there mm-hmm. for every game yeah. that's a home game there. Like that's, that's a big chunk of change. Even in the nosebleeds, that's still a big chunk of change for those people for those season ticket holders, there should be something on the season ticket that's like requires special medical attention or, you know, I'm sorry, I do for when I fly. There's a little press box that says, do you require medical, or, you know, do you have any of these medical conditions that may require attention? And I check off that I'm diabetic. And sometimes I wish I didn't because then there's this stinking attendants come over and they're like, are you doing okay? It's like it's a four-hour flight. I don't need to be checked on six times. Like, calm yourself, Pete. You know, people. I'm fine. But I still check the box because if something happens, they need to know. You know? Right. I don't know why they can't do that with season tickets. If an airline can do it for one ticket, why can't you do it for season tickets? You should be getting to know the people that are spending a lot of money to come to your stadium. Right. Yep, I agree. Uh, also on a um, kind of a controversial beat, but yay or nay to the punishment uh, for this particular crime. Uh, a Georgia mother could face one year in prison and a $1,000 fine. A single Georgia mom is facing prison time for letting her 14-year-old daughter babysit her four-year-old brother. Melissa Henderson said she had to go to work, but her son Thaddeus' daycare was closed because of a COVID-19 shutdown. She says, there were no options, literally. So I asked my almost 15-year-old to watch over her younger sibling while I went back to work. While her daughter was focused on her schoolwork, Thaddeus wandered out of the house to play. A neighbor saw the child and called 911. Henderson says her child was outside for about 15 minutes. The police came to the family's home two weeks later, handcuffed Henderson, and charged her with criminal reckless conduct. She says, it was the most embarrassing and humiliating day, honestly, of my life. If convicted, she could be jailed for one year and fined $1,000. A police report says that the four-year-old might have, quote, been kidnapped, run over, or bitten by a venomous snake. But is 14 too young to babysit? The Red Cross gives babysitting classes for children as young as 11 years old. 13 years old and older can be left alone and take care of others for up to 12 hours, Attorney David uh, De Lugas said. So, um, yay and nay to the punishment for this. No, uh, that's yeah. I already did. On top of that, they they're feeling, they're taking the mother away from the child that they're telling her that she should have been watching. This is one of right. those vast, awkward things. Like, really? Yes. What are you doing? And on top of that, I'm sorry, when I was 14, I was babysitting other people's children for money. Hmm. I know there's 14-year-olds around here that are babysitting children and or dogs for money. Like, that's what you did. That was your first job. You know, you, you, you watch for the people's stuff. 
and then you went and got like an actual job. So what? And almost fifteen, like almost fifteen. Might as well be fifteen. Might as well. Like what? No. So. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so heated about that. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, so you're telling me I need to put my kid in daycare, but the daycare is closed because of the virus. But I still need to work so that I can pay for the daycare that is closed that because of a virus. So that I go to work, but if I go to work, I can't, you know, I can't leave my four-year-old by themselves. So I have a responsible 15-year-old sibling watching their four-year-old child, and something happened, and oh my God, now you're going to get arrested and taken away for a year because I couldn't go to work, or because I went to work so that I could pay for daycare, but it was closed, but I still had to go to work. There's just so many things wrong with that right now. <laughs> I well, I'm going to take this from about three different three different ways because one, her problem is definitely not new because there are a lot of single moms out here who, unfortunately and sadly, always have to make the choice between working and taking care of their child, and when you don't have an option. Like I said, it wasn't like she had the option to send him to daycare. She didn't, and she couldn't find anybody. But you needed to make money. So, you know, at that point, you then left her with a decision that a lot of moms across this nation do, where they just leave it up to God and leave their child at home with another sibling and pray that everything goes all right until they can get back to them. Because they probably have a job that unfortunately will not say, hey, it's okay. Why don't you stay home with your child? Nowadays it is, well, if you don't come, uh, then you don't have a job, which puts them in a corner. What was she supposed to do? And now with a single mom of two, you're going to potentially send her to jail for a year because she was trying to do right by her children? And even in on top of that, I got a question. If this was, quote, a neighbor, I'm pretty sure the neighbor, why did that neighbor call 911? If you saw a child out there and, quote, that was your neighbor and they knew you or hopefully knows you, don't you think that said neighbor would have, like, gone and scooped up the kid and gone back to the house and be like, hey, what's going on? This is what I'm talking about by, you know, it takes a village from time to time. Because nowadays people want to sit back and be like, oh, I'm calling the cops. I see a kid out here. But you, what did you do to help the situation? I can understand if the daughter, like, left, you know, to go somewhere. She was in the house. And if you knew that that kid was your neighbor, why call 911? Because now you started a whole ball of wax that now this mother is in. I think it's sad that, you know, instead of trying to do something to better your family situation and when you're stuck with a decision, like I said, that other people across the nation go through almost every day, that mm-hmm. you have to get fined and you have to get, you know, threatened with going to jail. I hope that this is just chalked up as a lesson and that there is no fine and that but what you know, lesson other than that 15 year old should be keeping a 
I mean, and, and they should be, but keeping a closer eye on their four-year-old sibling. Okay, well, at what point? At what point? Like, uh, I don't know. I, I just yeah, I don't, it, 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 it raises, like, a lot of things as to, you know, the what ifs and what should have. But it's kind of like it's, you know, I just hope that it doesn't get to, like, the more extreme thing of jail time because that's, that's not helping the kids. It's not helping the home situation. Yeah, because that's putting them into the foster system now. How yes. is that any better? To take them it's away not. from uh, – I'm a single mom, so I, I feel for this woman. I yeah. understand what she's going through. I yeah. get it. It's hard. Like, yeah. it's – to be able to – and I only have one child. Like, to have multiple children, you have mm-hmm. – it, oh, it's so it's, – it, it, I have no words. I'm, I'm I'm frustrated, and I have no words, and it's it sucks. It sucks for her, and I hope that it does just get chalked up to you know, hey, listen, we understand you're at work, and this shouldn't happen, and you really need to work on working with whatever. But I I wish I could I could go to that neighbor and shake them and be like, do you even do you even know who these people are? Did you try? Do you help? Do you understand? Yep. Exactly. Have you ever, like, I'm sorry if you've never had to, like, worry about finding a way to find a babysitter because I'm paying for the babysitter at this point. I'm working to pay for babysitting so that I can go to work to pay for babysitting. It's a it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. I am in agreement. So that was an interesting yay or nay. But now that we are out of that yay or nay, <laughs> I'm going to let Mary take a breather because we're going to do another retro moment. And when we come back, we're going to have a little fun from the Smoking Gun Files and then have an Urban Dictionary Word of the Day and then our top five of the greatest love song Super Bowl predictions. Before we do that, just a reminder that uh, you can submit your we've all been a little bit slow, but you can submit your choices for our page one tournament of bad. Uh, please do so if you are thinking about it. Uh, but you can do that using the hashtag page one TOB. And also just a reminder coming up on Sunday night, February the 20th, uh, the lovely Taylor St. Clair joins me for the 411 lounge here on blog talk radio, 9 PM Eastern time, eight o'clock central. That retro moment, and then we'll be back, and we'll actually have some fun, and Mary won't be worked up. <laughs> Smack it with a racket is not exactly a dainty, refined game. Come on, George, will you hit it? The harder you hit it, the more fun it is. Come on, George, my Aunt Minnie could hit it harder than that. It can be played by kids as well as adults, and can be played indoors or out. Come on, George, really smack it. Smack it with a racket by Tommy. <laughs> and it exactly was what you thought it was. It was a ball on like a, how can I explain this? It, it was like, an, uh, it was of, dirty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, yeah, if you heard the commercial, you never saw it. 
Yes, they did come out that way. And actually, the voice of George was actually the person who played Lurch on the Adams Family, uh, Ted Kesty. Uh, but it was a ball attached to a uh, kind of almost like a pogo stick type uh, device. And it would go back and forth, and you would just hit it with this racket. That's all it was. It was late 60s, early 70s game. Go online and actually okay. watch the commercial. Yeah, go, on, go online and watch the commercial for Smack It with the Racket. And you'll be like, really? That's what you sold. But yeah. <laughs> but now for a little bit of fun here, a uh, few of the things that we do on this show, we do from the files of uh, the smoking gun. Um, so <laughs> here is a couple of stories from the smoking gun. Uh, the first one, a motorist busted for plowing his truck car carrying snowblower thieves. A Wisconsin man is facing a felony charge after using his truck to T-bone a vehicle carrying two people who had just stolen a snowblower from his family's garage. According to cops, Corey Sanderson intentionally plowed the driver's side of the getaway car as he turned into a street a few blocks from his Madison residence. The vehicle's occupants, a man and a woman, suffered serious but non-life-threatening injuries and transported late Monday night to a local hospital. Sanderson uh, <laughs> told the Madison Police Department officers that he saw two people steal a snowblower from his garage and then began following them in his truck. He reportedly admitted intentionally T-boning the other vehicle, prompting cops to arrest him on a felony reckless endangerment charge. A police spokesman said that there is probable cause to arrest the theft suspects for burglary. Probably the snowblower was found in the trunk of the car that was involved, according to a police incident report. And in a police interview, Sanderson said his home, quote, was involved in another recent burglary, an apparent reference to an incident he detailed in a February 5th Facebook post. He told friends that some, quote, some ass clown broke into his family's garage and stole his father's Briggs and Stratton snowblower. Sanderson added that he was monitoring online marketplaces and asked if you see anything being sold to let him know and just share with others. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm sad that he got arrested for it, but like, really? But it's not the worst wow. story of the week because, of course, we always save that for the last one. This coming from a story today. Um, well, let's just say on this one, a Utah motorist with 11 fingers was arrested at a traffic stop Wednesday evening, according to a court filing. The spare digit was not on one of Victor Chavez Zuniga's hands, but rather in the 27-year-old's foot, where it was beginning to turn green and the fingernail appeared decayed. Chavez Zuniga was driving about two miles from his residence in Orem, a city about 45 miles south of Salt Lake City, when a cop pulled him over around 10 p.m. for a broken headlight. When a computer check turned up, quote, several active warrants, he was handcuffed and placed in custody. Two of the warrants stemmed from his failure to appear in court for a hearing related to a prior felony fraud conviction. During a search, police found the defendant's wallet, which contained a severed finger and a cloth wrap. The finger, a probable cause affidavit states, had, quote, what appeared to be puffed in blood on it and was beginning to turn green and the fingernail appeared to be decayed. Additionally, when officers removed the finger from the cloth wrap, a noticeable foul smell was observed. 
The court filing does not address why he had a separate finger in his wallet, nor does it identify to whom the finger was previously attached. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> That's what? from the files of the smoking gun. <laughs> oh, what? Goodness. <laughs> Wow. Just wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, and, of course, the Urban Dictionary word today. Um, there are quite a few. Um, the first one, uh, I did not notice. This comes from Australia. Uh, piece of this is the word. It is a task that is considered easy. Generally, the term is used about the same. So, yeah. Uh, and then, okay. I saw, um, it is, well, let's just put it this way. Uh, it is, um, as we were saying, earlier, the keyword, but imagine, if you will, four more letters afterward, followed by the word stick. It is another word for vape pen. <laughs> <laughs> If you did not know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then, of course, there is the COVID Dutch oven. <laughs> Which, if you did not know what that was, I bet you some of you have done it. It is burping with your COVID-19 mascot and smelling your own breath, requiring it to marinate in your own burp juice. <laughs> That is the COVID. Oh now. my God. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, those are some of the urban dictionary words of the day. <laughs> Pretty sure you've done that, right? Both in my own mask? Yes, I have. So yeah, I'm I'm guilty of. <laughs> Don't act like you haven't done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. I absolutely have. Like, I'm not going to even pretend for a minute that I haven't. Oh, my goodness. The sneezing in the mask is worse than the uh, burping. I don't know, man. Yeah. If you have something pretty bad, like, to eat, and that burp comes back, I think that could be a little worse. <laughs> mm. Yeah, well, I, I, t- I tend to stay away from that stuff when I know I'm going to have to wear a mask, so I do that. I eat that kind of stuff at home. Um, but. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, sneezes are, you know, you can't necessarily control that. And if it's a wet sneeze, oh, oh. Could be bad. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, but that is uh, some of the Urban Dictionary words today. And those three uh, stories are three things that you saw is what you normally see here on page one. But now. Uh, since I have given Mary uh, about a couple of weeks and about an hour and 14 minutes, uh, <laughs> it is now time to go to the top I was five. Not, I was not skipping out. I had my list ready to go, sort of. I, 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 I know. <laughs> Only now, sort I've of. I've got to say, a couple of weeks ago on this show, when I said that we were doing this top five list, and we will be doing one in March, I just don't know which one yet. Uh, I this took me about an hour and a half, uh, and I have consulted with a few people, and I knew their like of songs, and 
Um, I told him, this has to be, quote, in my mind, if you're thinking of definitive love songs, you have to think of love songs that is almost kind of universal, things that you would hear at, you know, any type of party that would break out and people would just dance to it. Um, but then again, some other people may have ideas about the greatest love songs of all time, which makes the top five list awesome. And if you don't like it, as someone wise uh, and always I used to listen to, uh, said, make your own list. <laughs> but this is our top five <laughs> love songs of all time. And as always, ladies first, I will allow you to present your list. Okay. Um, I hate lists. <laughs> Let's start with that. I hate giving top anything list. I ended up with eleven different songs, and I had to whittle that down to five, and I hate it. <laughs> and every every time I look at this list, I go, uh, I don't know, me possibly. If you have if you so, have a few honorable mentions, that's fine. Yeah, a few. That's that's entire another entire. <laughs> That's like two or three so, more top five ones. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're I'm I'm trying I'm trying here. All right. So, um, lots of different things. I am very much about um, not necessarily about like uh, there there were songs that I was like oh that's a, that's a really great love song but then I really thought about it and was like wait is that a breakup song or is that a love song so. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to start with number five, which I actually, I enjoy it. I dance in the shower to it. I am not, I am not ashamed to say that. I sing along at the top of my lungs. Um, It is actually Dan and Shay, Nothing Like You. Um, And that's uh, obviously a more modern take on everything, but it's basically there, there, there's no one like you, um, but nothing like you. So, um, if you don't know the song, it's really it's it's a good bop. It, it, it's very upbeat. It's not like it's not a slow dancing song, um, but it's got a great message of like you are unique, and I love it. And that's that's one of my favorite things about it. So that was my number five. My number okay. four was thinking out loud, Ed Sheeran. Okay. I'm thinking. Ah, ah. Um, and then number three, I will always love you. I chose the Whitney version, but the Dolly Parton version is fine too. Um, either version is fine actually. So as a song, as the lyrics go, and all that, um, I will always love you. Either version is fine. I don't think that counts as two different songs because it's the same song just done differently. Um, that was my number three. My number two was Nat King Cole, Unforgettable. And then my okay. number one was Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. But I had okay. things like My Girl on there, In Case You Didn't Know, uh, You Are the Reason, I Do Anything for Love, um, Can't Help Fall in Love by Elvis, Just the Way You Are. Like, there's a lot of those kind of like, you are who you are, and I love you for that. So that's where my love songs went. Gotcha. Wow. And we have nothing in common, do we? Actually, kind of yes, kind of no. 
we Uh-oh. thought along the same that fell outside of the top five and honorable mentions. Uh, I had the Temptations, My Girl, uh, which mm-hmm. um, you know I thought of. Now this is hard because to leave off Teddy Pendergrass, Marvin Gaye, uh, and Barry White. <laughs> and to leave oh, off. Oh yeah, Barry's that was hard. But those to me were like sex songs. They were not just. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like, and even then, I will put as an honorable mention before somebody gets very mad at me. New additions. Can you stand the rain? But uh, I had as the honorable mention uh, Duke Ellington and John Coltrane's in a sentimental mood, uh, and then uh, the Dell stay in my corner, which. It is a love song, but it is probably one of the greatest doo-wop songs ever that got left outside of the top five. So mm-hmm. my top five at number five um, was Lone Star's So Amazed. Mm-hmm. Um, at number four, Percy Sledge, When a Man Loves a Woman. At number three, Elvis's Can't Help uh, Falling in Love. At number two, Etta James with At Last. Mm. And the number one uh, greatest love song of all time that I had was the Flamingos, I Only Have Eyes for You. Yes. Also great song. Yes. We could, so we that, could put together an album of like 30 songs and still not crack every single good love song out there. There are those, so many uh, good love songs out there. It reminds me of those uh, those Tell records. Tell records with the 30 greatest hits of all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Get it on album or cassette. <laughs> yes. Yes. But tell me I'm wrong. Like, tell me I'm no. wrong. We couldn't come up. Like, all of yours, all of mine, all great. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. I, I should have put At Last on there. I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, yeah, Eddie James, man, At Last. Why didn't I think about putting that on there? But then I'm like, but Unforgettable. I had Nat King you know, Cole actually. You left off Unforgettable. No, I no, actually, so, I had Nat King Cole. I had two songs from Nat King Cole. Uh, I had Unforgettable and also uh, When I Fall in Love. Which is also mm, another also good one, too. Cole. So <laughs> there's quite a few that got left on the cutting room. I hated to leave off that key code. I was like, oh, man, I can't do that, but I did. So, yes. Um, and like I said, <laughs> Mark Gay uh, and uh, Tammy Terrell, you're all I need to get by. Um, so, yes, there was quite a few. And Luther Vandross, the Now, which was played at oh. a wedding. So. Oh. How about, uh, how about all for one, I swear? Yes. So, yeah, uh, I hate it to leave those off, uh, including uh, uh, Babyface, uh, other uh, artists, Brian mm. Knight, Chicago's Color by World, Dave Matthews' Crush. Uh, you know, I was like, I left off. Did you know? So here's here's something. Um Everyone knows that I, I have a kiddo. I, there was a, there was a time that I was married, and my father daughter dance was color my world, and that's always been like that special connection between my dad and 
and I, which is probably why I didn't want to think of it as a love song, even though it is a love song, but it's not a love song. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird mix of love songs. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of my really brain. It's, it's what I call the awkward dance song. Um, the but also, too, another, yeah, the other one that got left off was Frankie Valley's Can't Take My Eyes Off, Eyes off of You, which I hated leaving that off. I was like, oh, I got to leave that off, too. Oh, and there's some good rock ballads, too, that, that we've left off yes. as well. So there's a lot. Yes. So, nope. Yes. Um, there is a lot. With that. We're closing in here, and the clock on the wall is telling us it's almost just about. See, you enjoyed doing this top five list. <laughs> yes, I did, but then I also hated it. I hate lists. Stress of putting it together. <laughs> um, but yes, but that leaves us to, of course, what's coming up on Sunday. And do you have any bold Super Bowl predictions? Bold Super Bowl predictions. Um, I can tell you what I want to happen. I want the Rams. Be, <laughs> I want the Rams to win, but I want it in six. So we'll see. I doubt it. Um, I'm not good at scoring, so uh, like picking a winner or loser kind of thing. But I want it to be a close game. I'd like okay. it to be a close game. Okay. Well, I am going to tell you. I, I'm going to go. I don't know why, but my brain is going to say. Cincinnati, 34-31, and I am going to put that here wow. on the record. If that does wow. not happen, and if the Rams do win, it's going to be kind of a blowout, but otherwise I'm saying 34-31 Cincinnati. Yep. Okay. Yep. I'm good. <laughs> I'm saying. Excuse me. You weren't random. <laughs> Apparently that's wrong. <laughs> My body rejected your statement. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. But, um, no, that's that's where I'm standing. Now, if that happens and we come back here next Friday night, uh, then I'm going to probably buy a lottery ticket somewhere between now and then. But, uh, (laughs) yeah. Oh, goodness. Any shout-outs? Um, you mean other than I need to sing you a happy birthday song because I haven't done that yet? Oh, I did it last year. <laughs> hey, we're out of time. No, I did it last year. And I, I think that it's, it's a very nice position. I did it last year for your birthday. I'm going to do it this year for your birthday as well. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear LaFarge. Happy birthday to you. Woo! Oh, See, thank you. <laughs> you did not. I'll do it I off the when we talk later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I thought it was also going to be in the uh, stylings of Marilyn Monroe, but uh, that will have to wait for next year. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, no. There's no. There's no heavy breathing right now. <laughs> Uh, it was it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> no, no, yeah, my only shout out this week is a shout out to everyone that was uh, nice enough, kind enough to uh, wish me happy birthday. Thank you so much. 
Uh, like I said, I am always beyond blessed for the people in my life and the friends that I have. That is evident, of course, by the young lady who's with me here every Friday night at this time. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, at that point, I know a lot of people want, you know, the physical things or they want the, the things that, you know, money can buy. But when you get a little older and you get a little bit more of a mindset, it's all about the the real things, and that is family and friends and the people that love you. And that is the greatest gift of all, and that's the greatest gift that I have. So I am very lucky in that and thankful for that. And, of course, for all of you who listen every week and tell a friend. So please continue to do so. Please continue to support. We thank you for it. And, uh, of course, uh, as always, we'll be back here right with you next Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central, here on page one. And with that, thanks for listening. Have a great week, and good night. One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.